What's up, heathens? Welcome to episode 6 of Good Without Gods, a weekly podcast that takes an irreverent look at religion, pop culture, and everything between. On this week's episode, we cover some heavenly photography, a bunch of kid-diddling Satanists, and some children you wouldn't want to meet in a dark alleyway. But first, let's shoot that motherfucking sweet-smelling doo-doo pile shit. (laughs) (laughs) A little much, Cody. (laughs) My doo-doo butter. (laughs) My sweet doo-doo butter. Doo-doo butter. It's creamy. That's gross. (laughs) Hey, I'm just putting it out there. All right. How's your week been, Codes? Yeah, it's been okay. Um, I got mu- I, I ain't got much, honestly, for the shoot the shit. I, I can't complain. It was just a week. It was just a week. It's just another week in just, Cody's. Yeah. Cody's world. Yeah. I had kind of a shit week. Did you? Yeah. I've been struggling. Been struggling hard. I'm on my second. Okay. I woke up. I had a rock star at work. I came home, I took a three-hour nap, and now I'm having another rock star. That sounds like a divine week. Sounds like a horrible week. <laughs> Any week where your heart's about to pop out of your chest on a Saturday night, that's how you do it. I don't want to die, though. <laughs> I don't want to die. No, see, that's that's how you live. You you get to the edge of death, <laughs> but you just don't cross that line into the into the afterworld. You just stand at it and and moon Satan from behind that safe line. <laughs> That's how you live that life. I guess. I guess. Maybe three I'll, rock I'll stars. Look at it. Three rock stars. You sucking Satan's dick. Too Two far. rock stars. You're just on the other side saying "fuck you, buddy." Can't get me. Uh, not today, Satan. <laughs> not today, Satan. <laughs> not today. Uh. Man, there really isn't isn't much in the shoot the shit news this week other than your favorite thing in the world, I know. Drum roll please. <gasps> the new Destiny 2 first look was released this week. Yay, I'm so excited. Oh, don't don't pretend because we're recording. I know how much you love video games, Rage. I fuck I ooh. Fucking hate them. No, here's the They're thing. Garbage. Do you do you hate video games or do you hate how I act when I'm playing video well, games? <laughs> yeah, I hate how you act when you play video games. I get into that shit. It's it's a it's an immersive experience. That's what a video game is. Okay. It's a whole it's a whole shebang. Here's... A movie, you only get one dimension of immersion. Video game, it sucks you in. Here's my issue. Yeah, okay, it's fine. You get upset over the video game. I get it, whatever. But you carry that shit. You get pissed off over the game and you're pissed for the rest of the night. I'm a man that wears his heart on his sleeve, Rach. (laughs) It's a video game. It's a game. Get over it. I'm trying to become an MLG pro. I'm trying to to frag like a pro, back smack. I don't even trying know. Trying to teabag the shit out of people for money. I know money. what that means. Yeah, everybody knows what teabagging is. I don't know is. what teabagging is. Um, but no, I I do not want you to be that. I I, I would, don't think 
I would wish that you would never just play video games ever again. That would be fine with me. Well, I'm taking this shit, and I'm going to be like 90 years old <laughs> on my deathbed. Last thing I see is going to be a sweet-ass <laughs> video game. <laughs> you're going to be in your deathbed, uh-huh. and you're going to ask the nurse, can you hook up my Xbox <laughs> One, please? Uh, I just want to pwn some fucking noobs for the last time. <laughs> I want to oh teabag God. my way into the afterlife. Uh, you ha- I guess you really haven't played that many video games lately. No, I tried streaming for a while, uh, and I didn't like it. I don't know. It's weird talking to people that are typing to you. Yeah, it would be uncomfortable. Like, I, I, I really enjoy having conversations. That's why I like this podcast so much. Mm-hmm. But when somebody's typing to you and you have to respond to it and try to figure out their tone, uh, try to figure out the fuck they're saying because sometimes they're not very coherent. Because let's face it, people (laughs) fucking suck at grammar. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's really hard. And then, I don't know, the weird where they watch me but I can't see them. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird to me. You like don't know I'm what still, they're doing. Well, it's, it's Maybe really making kissy faces at you. Like, no, Ooh, baby. real talk though. Like women that stream, mm-hmm. and this is actually happening. I'm. Uh, I was part of a streaming team called Team MZ or something. Something mm-hmm. like that. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have this this girl that's part of the team, and she's streaming. And oh fuck, let me see if I can actually if I can find it. Let me try to pull this up for a second. It got really fucking creepy. Um, I don't remember what happened. I'm sure you told me, but I don't no, really this remember. is just today. Oh, it was today. Oh shit, I can't I find know, it. Anyway, I know what you mean though about like, like the whole like talking to people when they're just typing at you? Because I've come to really hate texts because I don't know how to take things sometimes. Where it's like, yeah. are you joking? Are yeah. you being real? No, what? I don't know. What I was trying to find, though, it, it was real, and it was creepy as fuck. So this guy c- kept going to girl streamers, women streamers, mm. and Team MZ. Mm. He was part of it, and so he would find, like, female streamers to go watch, and he kept harassing them. Like, he would send stuff. Oh, what did he say? Some of the stuff was, oh, you're going to report me now, baby? Well, I'm going to find you and I'm going to strip you down. And like, he was really fucking creepy. Like the biggest creeper that I've, I've seen for a while. That's so fucked up. I just, is it the, uh, anonymous portion of the internet? Is that what really releases that fucking creepy factor of people? I think so. I mean, I just don't see, even if you're the ultimate creeper. I don't see a person doing this in real life for the most part. I mean, I know that there are some, obviously, rapes occur and shit like that. But it happens more frequently because of the anonymous factor, I think. And that's fucking creepy. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I was reading an article today about, oh, who was it? Co-founder of Twitter, I think. He, mm-hmm. he started a new website called Medium. Um and they were talking about that, that he thought that free speech was going to be, like, the best thing about the internet and, and all that shit. And, but, but that's the thing. I don't blame it on free speech. I'm all for free speech. Say whatever the fuck you want. But 
I think the the creepiness, like you said, comes from the anonymous factor that even mm-hmm. on Facebook, even if it is your own profile and you're commenting, it's one of those things like people really still don't know you. There's just this, I, I don't know how to explain you, it, this weird... You have that like front yeah. of yourself where it's like, it's not... There's an internet self versus yeah. a, a real life self. And even if you're don't have like a hidden avatar or like a troll profile or anything like that. And it's your real profile. There's still that internet self versus your real self. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's, it's kind of fucked up some people because girls, I'm going to say, especially like younger girls that are on Instagram and stuff, they see this picture perfect version of somebody like, oh, I wish I could be like them Uh because people choose to only post the good things. They post the good pictures. They post the good updates. They don't post the everyday bullshit of life. (laughs) No. Oh, and that's, and that's the thing. I don't know. I just don't know. The internet's a weird, weird fucking beast, man. I I couldn't live without it though. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) No. And it's honestly, I mean, for all the negativity that's on there, I, I think the the positives outweigh the the bullshit. Wow, look at Cody being an optimist. But with that being said, <laughs> places like Twitter, it's just it's a fucking mess, man. Yeah, I don't really use Twitter anymore. Especially Twitter. I feel like, well, I don't know. I feel like Twitter is where people are their realist, or at least that's with me and my friend. (laughs) I feel like Twitter is where people go to fucking troll. Like that's true. Most of the flat earthers. Oh God. I don't know that I actually believe that people think flat Earth, the flat Earth theory. I hate to call it a theory. (laughs) The flat Earth belief. Um. I don't think most people actually believe it. I feel like they are troll profiles for the majority. They want to kind of cause a. I don't know what they want it. I don't want it. Yeah, I guess they're just bored. I don't really understand trolls, to be honest. We'll never know. What satisfaction do you get out of going and fucking with somebody? Attention? Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, okay. I was going to bring up Slenderman in the documentary that we watched, <laughs> we'll but we're going to gonna, we're gonna save that. So we're going to take, uh, take a quick break, and we're going to come back and talk about some divine, uh, divine photography. God has an Instagram, and he's, he's letting us peek in. Behold the atheist's nightmare. Now, if you study a well-made banana, you'll find on the far side there are three ridges. On the close side, two ridges. If you get your hand ready to grip a banana, you'll find on the far side there are three grooves. On the close side, two grooves. The banana and the hand are perfectly made one for the other. You'll find the maker of the banana, Almighty God, has made it with a non-slip surface. It has outward indicators of inward contents. Green, too early. Yellow, just right. Black, too late. Now, if you go to the top of the banana, you'll find, as with the soda can makers, they placed a tab at the top, so God has placed a tab at the top. When you pull the tab, the contents don't squirt in your face. And we back. Um, this first story comes to us from the Friendly Atheist blog over at Patheos. Um, 
I hate to do this, <laughs> but I'm going to be the cynical asshole. I'm never the cynical asshole. I was going to say, you're <laughs> never that person. <laughs> so this this first story, it happened at a uh, during a tragic accident in Gainesville, Georgia. Um, this accident took the lives of three people, in, including a child. So I guess it was a car crash. I, I never actually figured out what the what the accident was i think it was a car crash yeah i just assumed it was a car accident but i never really looked into it into it yeah so this this woman that was driving by and rubbernecking is not the term Mm -hmm. yeah uh decides to snap a photo and in this photo something miraculous happened rach oh my goodness it shows a beam of light with two orbs apparently representing those who died departing to heaven. Aww. And now, before before I start on my cynical bullshit, <laughs> and I know you're going to take the opposite side, so we'll have, a coun- we'll have a counter voice here from me being an asshole to Rachel being a decent person. <laughs> uh, before I start on that, I do want to preface this with I guess if this helps the family, I don't want to take this away from them. I I think that's that's fine. Um but I don't know how to do this without sounding like a total dick. Cody be yourself. Okay. So <laughs> I, I don't like I said, I don't want to cause any any harm to the family, any hurt. Uh I know, I mean, three people including a child died. That's obviously horrible heartbreaking i can't even imagine uh having having that happen to my family i mean Mm -hmm. i i wouldn't be able to deal with that shit uh but i do have to bring up some simple math here (laughs) so in this photo there's there's two orbs of light or two orbs in this beam of light right yeah how many people died Three? I don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Three people. Three people. Two orbs. Because one of them probably went to hell. Who went to hell? (laughs) Who went to hell? (laughs) We know that somebody obviously in this this car crash went to hell according to this basic (laughs) math. Maybe there's like an original photo (laughs) where they just cropped out the bottom because you can see like (laughs) Satan pulling someone under. (laughs) You can just see the devil's hand (laughs) reaching up. And they're like, well, the internet doesn't need to see this. And they cropped it out. <laughs> oh, man. Again, I, I feel like uh, I understand this is bringing the family comfort. But I feel like spreading this as a news story. And, I mean, there were tons of news outlets that picked this up ac- across the country. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you've been on Facebook or any social media, you've probably seen yeah. it. You probably know what we're talking about. It's just, it's super irresponsible. I, okay. This is where I disagree with you. I feel like it's a horrible, tragic accident. Mm -hmm. If people can find something hopeful, something that brings them comfort, do it. I don't care. But where does that start? So where does the comfort end? And how do I put this? When when that comfort 
of faith bleeds into uh, other aspects of faith. This brings the family closer to God, right? Mm -hmm. This brings people closer to God that they think this all-caring being is is showing us that the the family's in a better place now. When that translates then into, oh, I need to, to bring myself closer to God and to uh, really dig deep into the word, when that translates then, well, now we need to, and maybe you think this is a big jump, but I don't, well, now we need to make sure that God's law is the law of the land. Now we need to make sure that gay marriage isn't 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 legalized anymore. <laughs> now we need to make sure that uh man is the spiritual head of the house. We got to make sure that since this is proof God exists, we have to live by his law. I think that's a little bit of a jump. I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's just I don't know. I mean, I feel like I don't I don't think that's where your mind is going when you hear about this accident. You can look at it and be like, "Oh, precious, they're going to heaven." But I don't think people are jumping to conclusions of like, oh, "Now Christianity and well this sure, and that, it, blah, it's blah, blah. it's proof it's proof that that God exists, right?" Yeah, but they already have that proof in their minds. Mm. If they believed, if they can look at that picture and believe that children going, being sucked up to heaven, then I think they already believed in that prior. I don't think we're turning people. Okay, but let's, or let's take someone like you that doesn't know if there's a God, right? Right. You're on the fence. Say this happened to you and you have no way. Say I die in a terrible fucking car accident and you see that I'm getting sucked to hell. <laughs> and you see you see that I'm going I'm going straight to hell and you have no way of explaining this in in the photograph. Wouldn't you then want to live your life by the principles of God <laughs> to ensure that you got your ticket to heaven? Yeah, probably. Okay, well then that translates. Well, I don't know. If you go to hell, I want to see you again. I'd want to go to hell. Oh, you know damn well you wouldn't want to go to hell. <laughs> You'd be like, see ya, bitch. You rot there for eternity. I'm going to be up in heaven sipping on my ties. Oh, so- hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, but I, I still think that I don't think I would ever be pushing other people. Okay, well, well, let's take it a step further. So, you have your proof that God exists now. Say, your brother's an atheist. Mm -hmm. And you know in your heart of hearts that God exists and that hell is a reality. Do you want your brother to go to hell? Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Okay, well, say... I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, no, but I I feel like... That's how a lot of people are. I mean, my parents both believe in God, but they're not pressuring me saying like, better stop drinking coffee, better stop doing this. You should go to church so you can go to heaven. I think that a lot of people can be religious without that extra oomph. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm speaking, I'm saying a lot of people because I know that there are some people that take it too far. 
Well, I think the majority of Christians take it too far. I wouldn't say the majority. Mormon Mormon missionaries going door to door every Saturday. Baptist missionaries <laughs> going overseas. They don't just go on Saturdays, Cody. What are you talking about? They do every day? I think when you're on a so. mission, do you do every day? <laughs> Seems like No it. rest for the wicked? Uh-uh. <laughs> but I don't, I mean, I get where you're coming from. I, I really do. But I think that your parents don't push it because they think you're a good person. And that's the key in, into heaven. If your mom found out you were an atheist or really didn't believe in God and you don't think that she would, I mean, fuck, my mom does. She'll occasionally make comments that I'm praying for you and stuff like that. (laughs) And she says it in a joking manner, but I know in her heart of hearts, she ain't joking. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, my mom knows that you're an atheist. She knows that I definitely have doubts but she still doesn't push anything i don't know i don't know all i'm saying is i feel like i don't feel like there's anything wrong with the picture i feel like this is how trump gets elected we (laughs) (laughs) like real talk we we breed a nation of of people that are not reasonable that that believe in faith driven alternative facts and the news pushes this shit because you can clearly look at this photograph and know that it is a reflection in the front windshield like there is look at it again because i didn't get that the first time i looked oh here let me pull it up i'm pretty sure i've got the link right here i didn't study it oh no just take a look i guarantee you will see it is oh no wrong patheos (laughs) that was a different one that was a alternate story that we made that we were going to talk about. I mean, look at that. That is totally. That looks like it's coming straight from heaven. Oh Jesus from Christ! Jesus himself. <laughs> it is a reflection in the windshield for sure. Hundred percent. I mean, it could be. I don't know. I'm not saying it's coming from heaven. I just don't know if that's actually from a windshield. Oh, it is. I don't know. I do know. Even later on in the story, where is it? Do, 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 this bullshit. People.com offered the photographer's honest explanation. It was, quote, clearly a glare off my window. (laughs) (laughs) Even the fucking photographer was like, hey. I guys. thought it was the photographer who, like, posted it all over. I think I, I had it wrong. I think she, it was the passenger. This lady was driving. Oh. And then the passenger took the picture. And the lady driving was like, oh, my sweet Jesus. My God. Oh, they're being beamed straight to God. <laughs> and the passenger's like, listen, Mom. I'm going to assume it's his mother. His or her mother. Listen, Mom. That's some bullshit. This is obviously... <laughs> The glare off the window. No, see, you just let your mom be like, yeah, mom, that's totally what it is. No. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's so hard because I do deal with a lot of people. Like, I deal with a lot of death at work and I deal with a lot of grieving people. And it's so hard 
to find comfort. And so, I don't know. If people want to look at a dumbass picture like that and find some kind of comfort, do it. I don't care. And, I again, I my problem is, is that people can't divorce the comforting God from the I'm a fucking bigoty-ass dickhole <laughs> God. Like, <laughs> people... Can't divorce that shit. That's if it, shit. If if it was if it were just the situation where they were getting emotional comfort um, from this parental figure in the sky that somebody's always with you and looking out for you, and it wasn't paired with the god of rape, the god of murder, the god of shitting on women twenty four seven, of saying fuck you to the LGBTQ yeah. community. The god that killed those kids in the accident in the first place. Exactly. If he was such a just and caring God, don't you think Jesus could have taken the wheel for two fucking seconds? <laughs> Jesus take the wheel <laughs> But seriously. No, I I know like I get what you're saying. And I I agree with you to a point. I just, I don't. I know you're a decent person, and I'm, 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 I'm a the nice cynical. Person. I'm the cynical <laughs> asshole that wants to shit all over, all over these people's hopes and. You jerk. Yeah. <laughs> fuck me, right? Yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take another break and come back, and uh, talk about some celebs that like to fuck kids. Ooh. Kid fuckers. Gross. We'll be, be back, back with some, some Coach Dave. Coach Dave. Does you not ask if she believed in God? She's not a Christian! Alright, uh, this next story comes to us from Right Wing Watch. And guess who's back? Back again. Yeah, I was again. gonna do that. <laughs> Coach Dave back, back, back. Back again. 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 Tell a friend. Well, I think we fucked that up. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know how it so, really goes. Uh, you ain't no Eminem fan. Get the fuck out. Uh, True rap for life. I'm not. Mom spaghetti. <laughs> uh, so Coach, Coach Dave's Dave. back. Coach uh, Dave. Coach Dave. He's uh, had a week to recruit, recoup from our last show. <laughs> and he's like, Jesus, put me back in the game. I'm ready to go out there <laughs> and score that winning touchdown for Christ. Oh. And apparently in this uh, in this clip, oh shit, I lost the dude's name. What? Who does he have on? The, John Robertson. Uh, so apparently in this clip, John Robertson uh, states that all child pedophilia can be traced back to Jewish mysticism <laughs> uh, in the Tower of Babel. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and let you listen to that clip. It's a doozy. Have an orgiastic time, you guys. <laughs> have an. <laughs> We'll see after the break. Uh, much of what is used in Hollywood today that would be considered Luciferian in nature uh, really comes from a lot of the Druidic uh, uh, incantations, the Druidic witchcraft, the worship of, of Gaia, of Earth, in 9th and 10th century uh, England. And prior to that, you can trace that through Kabbalistic uh, witchcraft, Jewish mysticism, all the way back really to what was going on in Babylon. So I want people to understand that there's a, a distinct through line from the time that the Babylonians were sacrificing kids to Moloch in the temple at the top of the Tower of Babel, at the top of that construct, 
from from the time that they that they that they attempted to slap God right in the face with that stuff to Hollywood today, you could do an exhaustive study and find a distinct through line in the practice of witchcraft. This this pedophile thing is real, John. I don't want to get. I don't want to argue whether Pizzagate's real, rather that there is pedophilia running rampant in 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 the Hollywood has been there for years. You've yes. seen it close, upfront, personal. This is the real deal, isn't it, John? Yeah, it is. And I'm glad, and Coach, we would be remiss if we didn't touch on that for a few minutes here this morning on Coach Dave Live. And when, folks, we cover this on Hagman Report all the time. Uh, and uh, more on that later. But anyhow, this is this is what happens, okay? You want to get these kids in a compromising position as soon as it's possible. Again, going back to the age of 12, and this happens a lot. Now, I, when I did that conference last weekend, I, I, I prefaced this by saying, I'm gonna, I, you are now going to see a picture of who I regard to be a true American hero. And I put, the picture of, I put a picture of Corey Feldman, a promo shot from about two years ago up, okay? Corey wrote a book where he, where he exposed pedophilia at the highest upper echelons of Hollywood. We're talking executive VPs of development, producers, mega power agents, and the, and the international bankers that fund all this stuff, okay? They throw parties, the parties become orgiastic, they ply these young kids with pharmaceuticals, mm. and see, they don't necessarily try to get them drunk at 12 or 13, you just give them a few pills. And then what they do is they will capture on, on video these young kids wow. in very compromising positions. And I'm not just talking orgiastic behavior. I'm talking about a uh, 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 multi-partner homosexual. It's, it's hard. It's hard to get this stuff in the right, in the right verbiage, but uh, I'm talking bloodletting, blood animal dismemberment. And, and as we are now learning since the quote unquote Pizzagate uh, story broke uh, out of the WikiLeaks data dump of early November, 2016, we're learning that, there is this global pedogate issue. And folks, I got news for you. It goes all the way back to the sexual practices of the Babylonians. You wonder why kids are going from Toronto to Hollywood to Haiti to Mexico City? Because when God dispersed the Babylonians, they took two things with them, child sacrifice and what we call pedogate, pedophilia. So in Hollywood, they want you compromised at a young age because once they've got the goods on you on video, they own you. And that explains Without, I'm, I'm, I'm not making allegations here, but that explains why a mega talent like Robin Williams would make something like Patch Adams. <laughs> <laughs> once, they've, once they own you, they've got you. All right. Oh, Jesus, titty Christ. <laughs> that, uh... Can I just say... Got real... Got anti-Semitic real fast. <laughs> it did. <laughs> but, um, the word orgiastic... It's is. a word of the week. It's a word of the week. I've this... never heard that word used. We had to look it up to see if it was a real word. Yeah, I mean, you hear orgy a lot, but I've never heard it as like a an adjective. <laughs> I know. Have an orgiastic time, guys. <laughs> this I week's podcast it. is brought to you by the word orgiastic. <laughs> uh, so, well, let's break down. For those, I, I don't know how familiar you guys are with the Bible. Um, so, for those not familiar with the Tower of Babel, it's part of Genesis, and it happens after the Flood. Um, humanity kind of unites together under a single language, and we start cooperating with each other. We decide that we're going to build a tower tall enough to reach heaven, and I can tell you this, God don't like that shit. <laughs> 
he does not want heaven sullied by humans. Mm-mm. If he wants you, he'll fucking beam that damn light down. Suck it up. <laughs> exactly. We learned that. <laughs> uh, so what he does is, um, since they speak one language, he's like, fuck you. I'm going to take all of you, scatter you across the world, and uh, confuse your speech. Make it make it so that this is why we have different languages. I mean, that's the obvious explanation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Uh, but until today, I actually did not know. that That is what I thought, reading the Bible, um, why God God spread us. He didn't want us to become powerful enough to to uh take his his ass ass, yeah (laughs) kick his ass out of heaven um but until today i didn't know the real reason god scattered uh guys back then was that jewish mystics were sacrificing babies to the false god moloch the more you know more you know hashtag learn and shit every day (laughs) so today we learned the word orgiastic and that Jews like to sacrifice babies to the false god Moloch. There we go. <laughs> uh, it's just, honestly, it's really hard to follow this guy's train of thought. I know. I had to, like, like I literally said, okay, Cody, <laughs> explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. What the fuck is this guy trying to get at? Because I couldn't fucking follow what he was saying. <sighs> the only thing... How I made sense of this, and maybe you guys took something completely different. I don't different. think there's a lot of sense to no. me. No, <laughs> that's true. So what I got from what this fucker was saying is that there's a direct line that can be traced back from all of this Jewish mysticism, uh, Kabbalism, which Madonna is into Kabbalah, <laughs> so she's a Jewish mystic. God damn Madonna. Uh, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher is a uh, is a Kabbalist. Interesting. Yeah, that was like the hit celebrity religion for a while. <laughs> and then it all turned to Scientology. Yeah, and then John Travolta <laughs> stepped in and be like, guys, Elrond's the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, from what I understand is that there's this direct line that can be traced back from to Jewish mysticism to uh, the rampant pedophilia in Hollywood today. Why the fuck is he shitting on Robin Williams and Patch Adams? (laughs) That is my favorite thing about this at the end. I I feel like this whole rant is just because he does not like the movie Patch Adams. It was a fine movie. He saw it over the weekend for the first time, and he's like, that is two fucking hours I can't get back in my life. It must be those goddamn Jews (laughs) at it again. (laughs) But my favorite part is at the very end, he's... He's going on about how they blackmail celebrities um, uh, with these pedophile rings to make them star and stuff. And he goes, now, I'm not making allegations. I'm not making allegations. But when you have a phenomenal talent like Robin Williams, how how else do you think you get him to star in Patch Adams? (laughs) Because he's fucking kids. (laughs) That's the best part. I'm not making allegations, but... Robin Williams is a kid fucker, and the only reason he starred in that heaping pile of shit known as Patch Adams is because they were going to blackmail him with his kitty fucking ways. Like, That's so terrible. Just let the man rest in peace. I know. Poor dude. 
I just... I, okay, have you ever seen Patch Adams? Yeah, a long time. I mean, when it first came out. I liked it. Yeah, it was... Hearing him talk about it, I wanted to watch it again. It was cute. Listen. From what I remember, it was a long time ago, but I liked it. I remember... I'm pretty sure this was Patch Adams. Because he helps, like, terminally ill people, like, kind of get their last wish or whatever. Yeah, yeah and I think so. he helps kids. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I won't forever remember this. This old lady in it, she's like dying or whatever and she wanted to like be in a pool full of noodles and so he gets like a kiddie pool and fills it full of noodles so she can walk in it and i remember being like oh my god that looks amazing that just maybe this is a different movie that could be completely wrong i feel like you're watching like the porn parody of patch adams no cody it looked amazing that's my last. I feel like that's wish. a sexual fetish right there to lay in a <laughs> lay in a pool of noodles. It looked very nice. Okay. It, well, here's the thing. So, the last person I want to agree with is this dude, Robertson. But Patch Adams fucking blue. You take that back. I liked Robin Williams. Was touching. I liked Robin Williams as a person, but god damn it, he made some shitty movies. He did not take the best roles. Wild hogs, old dogs. <laughs> but you got shit like Jumanji. <sighs> Fair enough. That was. Mrs. Doubtfire. All right. All right. All right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I still think about that all the time. I do too. Hello. Sometimes I wonder if I could pull off that job. No. <laughs> I could totally. No, you couldn't. Yeah, I could. You're too manly. I don't know about that. I think we're really trying to sell that. Making a false pitch right there. Uh, I'm pretty sure the only thing people... uh, Maybe the beard. I don't know. I think it's the beard. I don't know. The beard and the baldness. My testosterone burned off my hair. You look very intimidating to people that don't know you, I feel like. Like, you look very masculine. I've always said, like, you would be a total... Like, you'd be a good security guard, because you have that look to you. Yeah, when I had a bigger beard, maybe. Yeah, you got a little... Little baby beard you now. You a baby beard. I had a beard, like, back. down to my chest for a while. Hell yeah. I liked it. <laughs> it's well, hard like, to eat, man. I know. Well, every... Not everybody. Not the beard. A lot of people beard. were like, oh, I bet your wife loves that, or I bet you don't... You want him to shave it off? And I was like, no, bitch. I, I like was the it. one that wanted to shave yeah, it off. Yeah, I never want you to shave it. I want you to continue to grow it for the rest of your life. I like it. <laughs> anyway, getting a little off topic here. I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know how to respond to this guy, to be honest. I just yeah. I wanted to bring it up because it's just so out there. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And everything to Coach Dave is about... Coach Dave. Coach Dave. Everything coach dave brings up from the clips that i've seen always has to do with some type of pedophilic satan worshiper like i he feels like that is the world outside of christians that anybody that is not a christian either fucks kids worship satan or does both (laughs) i really it's it's crazy to me it's like why pedophiles like why like atheists or non-christians think they're terrible immoral people think they're you know dishonest or whatever but why bring it like bring in the pedophilia 
Like, I don't why. It's really weird. And, and that really is like the right wing conspiracy, <laughs> like far out there sites. Alex Jones, Coach Dave. Um, trying to think. <laughs> trying to think. I love Coach. Coach. I just like saying Coach Dave. Coach Dave. Uh, <laughs> I just. That seems to be their narrative. Like Pizzagate, he even brings it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, I don't, you know. I don't want to talk about Pizzagate. I don't want to get into that. No shit, because it wasn't fucking real. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, Cody? It's fact. There was not. There was not a pizza. There was not a pizza parlor that had a uh, child trafficking ring in the basement. We don't know, Cody. We don't know. And there was something with like the <laughs> sign or whatever that had like the all-seeing yeah, eye in it. Remember and, it. That uh, was a whole thing. It's like it's a little little much, you guys. Let's calm our tits. Well, and there's so many things like politically you could disagree with on on like the liberal front that you don't need to bring in child pedophilia. I know. You can just say, "Hey, I don't like your I don't like your political ideas. I know you're not a kid fucker. <laughs> I just don't like your ideas." Why why do they have to bring in things? No, like why? That's what I'm trying to say. Like why the fuck is everyone a fucking pedophile that you don't agree with? I don't know. I maybe they're projecting. Maybe That's what I'm I was going to say that. I was like maybe they're pedophiles. Maybe Coach Dave. Maybe he's I'm not making allegations. I'm not here. making allegations here, but why would you talk so much about <laughs> pedophilia if you're not a kid fucker? If you're not trying to get out there and find yourself some creamy hamstrings. To, oh, that's horrible. Some creamy five-year-old oh, hamstrings. It's terrible, Cody Ray. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, oh, you want to move on to... Uh, yeah? To some more children? Child psychos? Yeah. All right. Child psychos. We're gonna uh, we're gonna come back after the break and talk about some scary fucking kids that you would not want to fuck. Nope. They will kill you if you try to touch them. Well, maybe. I mean, you shouldn't touch them. Maybe if you have like this weird fetish, we don't know. Maybe you want you want an orgy. You want to take <laughs> you want to take autoerotic asphyxiation to the next level. <laughs> oh god! Just get some little kid hands that can't kill you, but they can get you close. <laughs> All right, after the break. I did it. I am God! Okay, let's let's move on to some kids you'd probably want to sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) Kids that you want to give right back to God. Uh, So this next article comes to us from The Atlantic. um, And it's an article that states that experts can actually spot psychopathic behavior in a child as young as three or four. Yeah. Um, And previously, this condition was thought as untreatable. Um, But we'll find out that it, well, it's kind of treatable. It's not that. I I still, (laughs) I still think it's not that treatable. I know. Uh, um, Your kid's a psychopath. Just do yourself a favor. (laughs) Do a. Nix them. Yeah. Get rid of them. Give yourself a post-birth abortion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, these are jokes, people. Please do not write us about this. <laughs> so psychopaths have distinct characteristics uh, that include lack of empathy, remorse or guilt, shallow emotions, 
uh, aggression and even cruelty, and a seeming indifference to punishment. And that last one is actually what makes it such a hard tri- uh, hard condition to treat. Because they don't give a fuck Yeah, what they you don't do. give a flying fuck uh, what the consequences are of their actions. Can you imagine being the parent of a child like that? Oh, it'd be so hard. Oh my god. It'd be so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have an overactive reward system, which is primed for things like sex, drugs, or anything else that gives gives like a burst of excitement or like a ping of pleasure. Um, researchers, and, and that's actually the key that they're using to treat this condition, is that researchers um, use that that overactive reward system to correct psychopathic behavior. Hmm. So in the article, they talk about, they have this hospital where these young children are all grouped together. It's like a living facility for them. And they have like a point system that if you're shitty to another person there, you get points taken away. If you're good, you get points added and you work up level systems where you get things like a pizza party or basketball, baseball cards, uh, Xbox Live time, stuff like that. Um, and no orgies, though. No, no orgiastic behavior. <laughs> That's too far in the reward system. That's the last reward. You you get out of there. You got to go fuck a bunch of people. Um. So, while they aren't sure that it that psychopathic behavior can be cured, they hope that they're able to tame it. But what I'd really like to focus on in this story. There's one girl in particular that scared the fuck out of me. Oh, God. She is a creepy little child. <laughs> and I feel bad for saying this because I get that it's a mental illness. It's still fucking scary. It's scary, though, man. Ugh. So this girl name, well, her real name isn't this. They, they call her Samantha in the article. And like from the ring? Isn't that Samara? Oh, that's Samara. Damn it. <laughs> um, so Samantha, at the age of six, began drawing pictures of murder weapons and pretending to kill her stuffed animals. <laughs> where do they get the thoughts? Like a six-year-old, like, where do they come up with that? I honestly, I don't know. Um, I mean... I mean, they've got to have seen it somewhere, right? And I feel like this is going to go into the media violence thing. I don't believe that shit. Like, video games are too yeah. violent. TV's too violent. I I think... I mean, maybe that's where they get it from. And because their filters are a little off, yeah, they see it in a different way than I would have as a child. Because, I mean, I was playing more... I mean, my mom should not have let me do this. <laughs> but I was playing Mortal Kombat since I was in, like, the first grade. Oh my goodness. I was ripping people's hearts out. Hell yeah. Since the first grade. Get them, Cody. Ponin' bitches <laughs> since age seven. <laughs> uh, so it, it all began with her drawing weapons and pretending to, to kill her stuffed animals. She said that practicing the methods of killing made her happy because she knew one day she was going to end up doing it to somebody. Oh my God. I would be so scared if I was her mom. Oh, so scared. Get but, rid of her. So get rid of her. So these these are the the early signs that she experienced. Samantha 
Um, she had weird behavior issues from a young age. I mean, apart from <laughs> apart from what we just discussed. Yeah, no shit, Cody. One of them, though, I don't know that I'd even be mad at this. She, she got into this fight with this kid in, I think it was like daycare or something like mm-hmm. that. She was maybe two or three. She gets into this fight with this kid, and the teacher there, they resolve the conflict, and everybody goes about their way. Later on, she walks over to this boy. She drops trow. No. And pisses no. all over him. Oh, my God. I I wouldn't even be mad. I'm just impressed. I'm just impressed because I know how hard it is for me to pee in fucking public. <laughs> I'm just honestly impressed at the skill that she could go over there just with everybody watching and just pee on somebody. Oh, my God. Um. Other things, she pinched, tripped, pushed siblings. Um, and they, the one thing that they said, her parents, the teachers, none of her behavior was impulsive. It was all very premeditated. Like, she didn't, on a whim, just decide to go piss on this kid. Mm-hmm. They they figured that she had been thinking about it since the conflict. Uh-huh. Uh, and so this is the scariest one. Uh, one day, uh, her mom, they were driving somewhere and she, Samantha, her mom and her little brother were in the, in the car together. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden Samantha's mom just hears screaming from the back seat of the van. And she turns around to see Samantha choking out her two year old brother. Oh my God. And when her mom, her mom, obviously in a frantic fit pulls over the car, jumps out, pulls him apart. And when she confronts Samantha about the event, um, she goes, you know you could have killed him. And Samantha looks at her and goes, I know. And then her mom pushes her a little more and Samantha says, I want to kill all of you. Oh my God. And this is why I'm afraid to have children, Rach. (laughs) Hey, it's a very slim chance that we would have a psychopath, okay? This 1%. 1%. The one percenters rage. <laughs> I think that's what the article said. That it's about I one think, I think so too. 1% of 1%. kids have these these traits. Uh, I, I mean, this is a real life omen situation to me. I know. Next thing you know, she's going to be having her 7th birthday party. And the maid is going to be on the roof screaming, it's all for you, Samantha. And she's going to fucking jump off and hang herself. (laughs) Ew. That is so scary. Can you? Oh, my God. I mean, uh, uh, what do you do as a parent? That's just about to say, in this situation, what would you do? I don't know. I'd want to get rid of the kid. Does that make you a terrible person? I don't think it does. I don't think so either. I was like that. Uh, oh, you know what this reminded me though when I was and I was watching it, or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, not watching it, reading it, reading the article. All I could think about, you remember that stupid fucking movie Orphan? Oh yeah, that's all I could think oh, about. Oh my gosh, I forgot, I hated that movie. I thought it was so stupid. Oh, so dumb. I I swear to God, if we get an update next week that this this kid's actually a forty year old little person, forty <laughs> year old Russian little person that's in love with the dad. I'm going to be pissed. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of funny that, like, you read that article and then we just watched 
a couple documentaries. Oh, yeah. About basically psychopath kids. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I get that one. Mommy. Both of these are on HBO. She, yeah. Um, one of them is called Mommy Dead and Dearest. And what happened in it, the mom was basically using the daughter. What was it called? Munch, Munchenhauser? <clears throat> Munchen. Munch, what? That syndrome. Oh, that's not the that's what the daughter had. Um, oh, I thought that was the mom. She had the syndrome because she wanted to like she had this need to take care of her kid that she needed to like. There are all these things supposedly wrong with her because she relied. Was that what Munchausen syndrome was? I thought that's what it was. Oh. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, so I guess we can't call the daughter a psychopath. The mom was probably closer to a psychopath. Yeah. Cause... So the 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 kid was being used. Basically, she was told that she couldn't walk, um, that she was had the intelligence of like a ten year old. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, her, she never knew her own age. Yeah, her mom fed her all of these lies and basically used her to. I don't know if it was for money. I think there was some fraud in it, but I think that's where that syndrome comes in. Is that there's people that just they need have that to... need to take care of another person, no matter what it takes. Um, spoiler alert, she kills her mom. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the setup for the documentary. That's with like the first two minutes. Okay. So it's not really a spoiler. <laughs> that's that's basically the reason why the documentary was made. But um, the other one. That one. So beware, uh, beware of the Slender Man. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. If you guys have not seen that and you have HBO, get the fuck on that on it's... that show mind-blowing so the premise of it is i'm sure you all know what slender man is if you don't fucking google it it's it it's basically just give you a rundown it's an internet folklore um Mm -hmm. folktale that there's this like gigantic slender lanky faceless man that will show up and 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 take children Mm-hmm. That he follows children around. So snatches babies. Snatching up babies. Maybe it's it, Robin Williams. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Maybe Coach Dave is on to something, Rach. <laughs> Maybe it's Coach Dave. Oh my god. <gasps> Coach Slenderman. Coach Slenderman. Um so these two they're, girls. They're twelve years old. Twelve years old. They uh they decide they want to be servants to Slenderman. Proxies. Proxies. Uh, and in order to do that, they need to kill one of their best friends. Mm-hmm. So they lure this girl into the woods and, and stab her the, 19 times. The thing that fucked me up the most is it, it wasn't just some random girl. The one had been like best friends with her since fourth grade. Like that's a that's a couple years of them being best friends. Yeah. And they're like, eh, let's kill her. Well, and the last thing, again, I don't think this is spoiler territory. It's a documentary. You know what happens at the very beginning. But the last thing, the girl that that does the stabbing, Morgan, she uh, gets on top of, what was her name, Peyton? Mm -hmm. She gets on top of Peyton. And before she goes to stab her, she bends down and whispers into this girl's ear that she's been best friends with, I'm so sorry. And then proceeds to stab, stab her 19 stab, times. Stab, like, well, I'm, I'm uh, honestly, I'm serious. 
this is one of the reasons that I am so afraid to have children. <laughs> I feel like I I feel like the odds are stacked against me that ira- I mean I know this is irrational. <laughs> it's a 1% chance most likely not going to happen. But in my mind, I feel like I'm you're going to pop out a psychopath. Nah. I don't think so. Well, here here's what I was thinking about. So it involved two girls, Anissa and Morgan. Morgan. Mm-hmm. So they kind of talked about um, their mental status. Anissa, I think they diagnosed with like it wasn't it wasn't plain old schizophrenia. Schizoid. What did he call it? Schizotypal. Something. Yeah. Schizotypal. I don't know something. something. So, I mean, she obviously had mental issues. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> but, after after the stabbing, when the cops picked her up and brought her to the station for questioning, one of the questions she asks is, because the, the whole thing, they were going to stab this girl and walk to some national park where Slenderman's mansion was. Mm-hmm. And that's where they were going to live. And one of the questions she asks, she doesn't, I mean... As nonchalantly as possible, with as little emotion as possible, she goes, Just one question. Do you know how far we walk today? Because I'm not I'm not the athletic type and I, I just want to know how far I walked. And it's just what such the fuck. It's just such I mean That's what it's you're a concerned weird, with. Well, and that's the thing that's so chilling to me, is that there's no emotion for the event that actually happened. That there's this this weird disconnect between the murder that took place and, and reality. And the first question, or I shouldn't say the first, but one of the questions that she's so fixated on is, how far did I walk? And that's Ugh. just really creepy to me. It's so creepy. Like, you'd think that she'd be fucking scared because you're in, like, a... You're at the police station. You're being questioned because you murdered somebody. Mm-hmm. But you're concerned with, oh, how far did I walk? I wasn't wearing my Fitbit. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Um, I just need to make sure I got my cardio in for, t- <laughs> for today. I, I understand that I might be going away for 65 years. I need to make sure that I got a good amount of cardio in today. <laughs> uh, well, in the show, they said that... Um, the where they were actually headed, where Slenderman resides, is actually a four to five hour drive. Yeah, that's from where right. they were. So yeah. it's like, how deluded were these kids? Like twelve years old. That's. I thought I actually thought it was kind of funny that to... they that they made that the point of their delusion, not that Slenderman's a real character, but they're like these these fucking kids thought they were gonna walk to the national park. <laughs> Like, how fucking gone are these kids? <laughs> well, I, I know it's like, but I'm just saying it like it adds no, I, to like the weird factor I, where it's like they're old enough to not believe in fucking monsters. You're 12. Yeah. You're old enough to know better. And then, I mean, if you're going to plan to murder someone, you got to you got to at least plan something out. Listen, get a ride there for fuck's sake. This goes back, though, to our first story. So the mom, the one Morgan, 
And again, I feel bad because they really do have mental disorders. Morgan diagnosed was actually diagnosed with schizophrenia Mm -hmm. uh, that she is seeing stuff. She is seeing she has delusions Mm -hmm. and visions. Uh, and and stuff like that, and so she actually visions. Well, that's what he called it. Oh, <laughs> no, she's prophetic. That's she, so Raven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's what was wrong with Raven. The, entire, <laughs> the last episode, they just diagnose her with schizophrenia, <laughs> delusions of grandeur. Oh. <laughs> um, but it, it's just one of those things. I, I feel bad, um, but at, at the same time. Feel like her mom kind of fed her into that delusional shit. She believed in Santa Claus up until eleven. I believed in Santa Claus that long. Did you really? I think so. I'm trying to think. Um, what grade did you stop believing in Santa Claus? Fourth grade. Yeah, you would have been fourth or fifth. You would have been like I had my doubts. For a while, but I bet then you when were I was absolutely, nine. yeah, I was probably nine or ten. I stopped believing in Santa Claus in must have been third grade. Third grade. I ask, I ask the question. This is, this is how I know I was predisposed to to being skeptical. <laughs> so my mom and I were driving, and I was having my doubts. Kids were talking at school, <laughs> and I was like, "Mom." Now listen, I need you to sh- I need you to shoot straight with me here. Oh God! <laughs> I need you to be truthful, Mom. Is Santa Claus real? <laughs> My mom will say she's like, "Well, what was I supposed to say? You ask me to be truthful. I'm gonna be truthful." So she she looks at me and goes, "No, Cody. <laughs> Santa Claus isn't real. It's it's been me and your dad that, that bring you the presents." Then Cody's heart shattered, and he was never the same. And it shattered, and then all of a sudden, a light bulb went off in my fucking head. (laughs) And I was like, what about the Easter bunny? The tooth fairy! Yeah, and then she's like, no. And I'm like, the tooth fairy? (laughs) And then she's like, no. And I was like, God? She's like, yes, he is definitely... No, I'm I'm just kidding. (laughs) It didn't go that far. It didn't go that far. But it just always makes me laugh, because... I think, well, and it's hard to say that because, I mean, she had a mental disorder. But let's pretend she didn't have schizophrenia. I feel like we shouldn't shouldn't set up kids for these fantasies. Mm. I mean, even the court dude brings it up that most, that she, he names off a couple of things that she has. Schizophrenia and other another thing and he said you know most adults have this with religious mm-hmm. <laughs> with with their religious habits and stuff like that the the delusions and things like that but and, they can live a normal life mm-hmm. well, kind of normal kind of normal yeah <laughs> i don't know i think if we had a nation of skeptics i think it would i think we would see a lot less violence like that probably i can see that well, here's what I was thinking. I don't think... I think we need to forget about the Santa Claus thing. I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, I was just making a joke. 
<laughs> but I know that if we ever have kids, you want to raise them, not ever believing in Santa Claus. Absolutely, hundred percent bullshit. That's not bullshit. I don't like it. They're gonna believe in Santa Claus. But why? Because it's fun. It's, it's tradition. It's just. I think it's cute. It's tradition, but then it sets up this weird conundrum of why did Timmy? Okay, we're get... not having this conversation. No, no, we are. This is good. Let the people decide. We're we're setting out a poll. Should your children believe in Santa Claus? Hear us out. We're gonna we're gonna lay out our arguments. When this releases, I'm gonna set up a Twitter poll. <laughs> I'm gonna put this to the people, goddammit. Okay. Uh so here's my argument. I think it drives inequality. Obviously, you're always gonna have people that can afford more. That Santa Claus can bring their kid more than what you can provide. So it sets up this weird idea in the kid's head. What did I do that I don't get the new Xbox, but Johnny down the street does? I was way better than Johnny. I got better grades. I obeyed my parents. I didn't go around sucking dick for Coke. Oh, my God. (laughs) Johnny was out in the out behind the school shooting up heroin. Why does he get why didn't he make Santa's naughty list, huh? <laughs> but if if you're if you raise your kid to say, listen, you're gonna these kids at school, they're gonna believe this myth called Santa. It's not real. Some <laughs> some parents think that it's fun, but we want you to know that we work hard to provide for you. And at Christmas, we want to reward your good behavior, your year-long good behavior, with um, the best that we can afford. You have the floor, madame. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, growing up, this is my personal experience. My parents went all out on Christmas. I feel like we got a lot of good gifts, and we lived in, like, a somewhat poor area i never once thought of it that way i never thought of it as like why doesn't santa bring my friends all these great gifts never once just throwing that out there well you just secondly (laughs) if if we had a child this is how i would do it they would get a small gift from santa claus just a little little something something and then all the bigger gifts i would say this is from mom and dad because you've been really good. This is what we got you because I want them to know that we work hard. This is what we're giving you. Appreciate us, you little shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens when Santa, when they get really good gifts from the parents and really good gifts from Santa and Santa only brings our kid the fucking... What, what are those... What are those toys? You guys can't see this because because this <laughs> is this is podcast. But you know the paddle balls. Well, we're not gonna. Santa's not gonna bring our kid a paddle ball. He might because those are fun as fuck. <laughs> I loved those as a kid. Uh, no, I, I get what you're saying. I really do, and I, I understand that it's fun. And like maybe we can just like tell him, hey. Like, once they get a little older where they are going to school and they have friends and they are starting to compare, then be like, hey, jigs up, Santa ain't real. So, 
Okay, how about compromise? <laughs> what if I drop hints throughout the year and see how see how intellectually savvy our child <laughs> is? Hey, that's fine. See if we if we've got a a dumb kid or not. <laughs> hey, I'm fine with that. <laughs> we can do that. Try to try to solve we'll fill them out. Try to solve Santa, the myth. <laughs> well, it's like weird because like growing up, there were all these little hints that like I always like was like, mm, maybe he's not real, but I'd never like fully be like, he's not like I'd always try to defend it and stuff. So I probably stopped believing in Santa Claus pretty young, but I just I wanted to you wanted continue. to hold on I to that. I wanted to hold on. I knew my youthful. youth was fleeting, <laughs> even at that young of an age. Yeah, I I wanted Santa to be real. I know, but like when you think about it, it's like why? That's so fucking creepy when you think about it. That this dude creeps into your house and yeah, brings you toys while you're asleep. He, I mean, it's basically God. He watches you throughout the year. <gasps> It's a little scary. He watches you throughout the year, and then based on your behavior, how many or how many not times you masturbated, he brings you brings you a toy. <laughs> Every time you masturbate, Santa kills an elf. Oh, that's sad. Takes takes a reindeer out back. And... <laughs> Rudolph's gonna get it if you touch yourself. Every time you touch yourself, Rudolph's nose dims a little more. Oh. Oh, that was sad. <laughs> oh, man, we got way off topic here. Well, I mean, sort of. This is what I was We stuck say. on kids. Fair enough. So <laughs> <laughs> of Slender Man, we're talking about Santa. Close enough. Sin- Slender Man, Santa. One... What does Slender Man do with the kids? They, they're like his servants or something. I don't know. Are they? I can't remember now. They talked about it. Did they? I don't know. We don't know what he does. He tortures them or something, or they just chill, hang out, Netflix and chill. <laughs> Ew. Watch Patch Adams. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say, and I'm I'm curious to know what your thought is on this, Yeah, is the girl Morgan, who was actually the one that stabbed the girl, Yeah, she was confirmed, diagnosed with schizophrenia. And a few other things. Yeah, and a few other things. Her father... Was schizophrenic. He also had schizophrenia. Yes. Wouldn't you, as a parent, if you were, I mean, he knew that his children were going to have, they were going to be more likely to have this. Wouldn't you watch out for the signs a little more or take a little extra caution? Yeah, I I agree with you. I feel really bad saying that because the dad... The whole time they interviewed him, he was just sobbing. And so I know he feels guilty and I know he feels terrible. So I feel bad. But like, I don't know. Well, they they kept bringing up the mom. They interviewed her more than the the father. Mm -hmm. And she would say things where Morgan was emotionally disconnected. Like when they watched Bambi uh, and, and Bambi's mom died or I can't remember. They brought up a few few different Little scenarios that were where just weird a child I guess if if I didn't have any mental illnesses and my kid was like that I I would think it was weird but I don't think that I would be alarmed by it that much I'd be alarmed anyone who doesn't cry at Bambi is well, a psychopath Yeah fair enough I mean I would I would probably I don't know I don't know that I'd be that alarmed 
But if I had a history of schizophrenia, and that's kind of, and that can be part of schizophrenia, or I don't know if that's part of schizophrenia, but if my child had any weird deviations from a quote unquote normal kid, mm-hmm. uh, I think that I would probably be watching that a little more closely than yeah than what they did. Not to put the blame on them. No. Or anybody else. I'm just curious to know, like, your thoughts. Like, what do you think you would do? Would you, if you were a schizophrenic, would you want to have biological children knowing (laughs) that they could have it? Nope. That's what I thought, too, because the dad talked about it. And I was like, that sounds fucking terrifying. I wouldn't want to pass that on to my kid. No, I mean. It sounded horrible. He said he'll just, like be driving and he'll look in his rearview mirror and there's a fucking demon sitting in his back seat. Holy fuck. I knew well, I didn't know her personally. I met her in passing. My mom um used to work with a lady whose daughter had schizophrenia and she had hallucinations. It was mm. like that she would be sitting out like they'd go to the park and she thought she would see bunnies. And these cute little rabbits had come up next to her and she'd start petting them and stuff. And they would turn into little demonic monsters. Oh, God. Or she'd be home alone and just see, like, a man standing in her corner just staring at her in her bedroom. That's so sad. I mean, I I don't know how I would live like that. I know. Again, he even says, you know, I think at that point he was talking about, you know that the... the devil in, in the back seat isn't real, but, but it's still the devil in, in your, your back, back seat. seat. So it's scary. so it's, it'd be hard to talk myself out of that. It's not real. I know. I mean, speaking from fucking like anxiety point of view where depersonalization, not everybody that has anxiety experiences this, but I did. When I would start thinking <laughs> that something wasn't real and have that weird disconnect where. I didn't feel like I was in my body anymore or you feel like you're dreaming. Yeah. I feel like I'm dreaming like lucid dreaming. I knew that it was real, but at the same time, I didn't know that it was, it's, yeah. it was real. Like rationally, I would try to tell myself, this is real. This is reality. You're, you're fine. But the irrationality of my anxiety or my depersonalization I honestly didn't know what was happening was was real. Mm-hmm. Because it just, it feels, you can tell yourself all you want, but it doesn't change how you feel. No. It's a, it's a strange feeling, but I feel, I feel really bad for him. Um, the other thing the girl said, um, or I guess the mom was talking about it is as like a little kid, like three or four years old. Um, she would have, she'd come into her mom's room, like saying like, Oh, there's monsters. There's ghosts that were biting her and pulling her hair. And her mom just thought like, Oh, well she's having bad dreams or she wants to, she doesn't want to go to bed or whatever. And in reality, she probably was really seeing Seeing that that shit. Well, that's the thing again, as a normal kid or again, quote unquote, normal child, as a parent, I would be like, Oh, it's just, I mean, I saw the boogeyman when I was a kid or whatever. Like I had night, night terrors and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But if, 
again, if your kid is predisposed to schizophrenia, I think I would take that a little more seriously. Yeah, I would too. Oh, all right. Just sad. I feel really bad. Like, no, I I, I really feel bad, but at the same time, it's like y'all killed a girl. Well, it was like the grandma of Anissa. Or they didn't kill her. No, they she tried. She to made kill it. Someone. I Luckily, mean, she's fuck. Alive. Twelve years old gets stabbed nineteen times and still makes it. That's a trooper. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, kudos to those doctors because Jesus, that's got to be. I mean, nineteen times in, and some of them were in the chest that missed her heart by millimeters. millimeters. Ooh, one of the things that the other girl Anissa said that really, ooh, it like really creeped me out. Is she didn't want to be the one that did the stabbing. She wanted Morgan to do it because she can't handle screaming. That's one thing she can't stand. That was so weird. What? That's one thing you can't stand, but you're trying to kill somebody. It's so bizarre. Fuck. It really fucked me up. Like, honestly, it's it's worth the watch if you don't get easily creeped out. I was super creeped out. By I think it, anybody but it was still that, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think anybody that watches it would be creeped out. I mean, you'd have to be a fucking psychopath <laughs> to to not be creeped out while watching it. I hate you. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take our last break, and we'll be right back. Mormons think that Jesus is going to return to Earth and administer his thousand years of peace at least part of the time from the state of Missouri. (laughs) Now, why does this make Mormonism objectively less likely to be true than Christianity? Because whatever probability you assign to Jesus' coming back, you have to assign a lesser probability to his coming back and keeping a summer home in Jackson County, Missouri. All right. Got a little dark tonight, I feel like. No, that was a good discussion, though. It was a healthy discussion. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you did enjoy it or... You didn't, uh, well, fuck you first. <laughs> Firstly, fuck off. Fuck right off. Uh, no, uh, we'd really love to hear from you, hear your um, your opinions on these topics. Let us know if you think Hollywood's full of kid fuckers, um, <laughs> what you would do if you had a child psychopath. If um, you liked the movie Patch Adams. Yeah, I mean, we obviously know that Rachel is the only one that liked it. It was touching. It was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah, it was touching. All right. Robin Williams nah. touching a kid. Too far. Too far, Cody. All right. Fair enough. Um, but you should hit us up on Twitter at goodgodpod. G-O-O-D-G-O-D-P-O-D. Youth of the Nation. No, not Youth of... No. Now you're confusing the people because they think it's Good God Pod, Youth of the Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Just Good God Pod. Yes. And what should they do? Rate and review us. No, slide into our DMs. Oh, slide into Jesus, our DMs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm a mess. Amateur hour. We're just talking about Amateur this. hour Sorry. over here. Slide into our DMs. Let us know what you think. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, stories you'd like to share. We always like to hear from people. Yeah, and if we get enough questions uh, and stuff like that, I'd actually like to do a mailbag episode or something like that. Yeah. Uh, anything honestly ask us anything doesn't have to be religious do an advice column yeah advice podcast. if you have 
if you have legal <laughs> legal <laughs> issues, come to us. No, JK, do not. Please don't do that. Don't trust us. Do not me. take legal advice from us. <laughs> um, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Um, wherever you found us, please subscribe to us. Um, really helps us out. Helps us get seen and, and noticed by a lot more people. Got a new episode every week. New episode every Wednesday. Uh, please rate and review us and spread us around. Let let your friends know about the the Good Without Gods crew. Let join us. up, join up with the heathens. Yeah, heathen nation. <laughs> Hashtag heathen nation. <laughs> Let's get that going. Uh, and then we've got a few things coming up. Uh, we'll probably always have a couple of stories from around the net. Um, but some other things you can look forward to are we're going to tackle the, uh, inspired walks, 10 questions atheists can't answer. Dun dun. Gonna make that a weekly segment for the next few weeks. (laughs) Um, probably answer one question per week. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to also look at, um, an upcoming episode the idea that we're living in a simulation. Boy, you try to fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> that our reality isn't true. Fuck that and shit. And that there's alien. We can't handle it. There's aliens out there that, that we're just AI in their, 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 their universe. That's so creepy. Uh, and then we're also going to look at probably morality um, outside of God and Christianity. Can atheists have morals no we're heathens well i guess we don't need to cover it (laughs) there we go people (laughs) answered (laughs) uh but yeah so and like rachel said any topics you guys want us to cover let us know and we'll uh, definitely look into it yeah so until next week until our uh weekly wednesday gathering (laughs) stay classy And stay sassy. Don't fuck kids, people.